Last time on the Reroll Podcast, a door Hogarth had failed to open. Gruff's friend said he couldn't get it open, so I doubt there's anything in here. It's an arc-shaped double door with a line down the middle that eventually shapes into an eye. It's definitely disc-shaped in a perfect circle. A shadow man who appears and begins whispering in Shadow's head. You should not have come here. You have brought the vessel. After a spot of trouble squeezing into the room. Don't worry, alas, Flint's an expert in tight spaces. <laughs> plows in there. Start those up. Shadow Man tries to play with our minds, but I guess my friends are invincible. 18. 17. 17. And none of you are affected. And when we put him down, he drops. A gold medallion in a disc shape. Oh, I wonder what it opens. Little one's questions always make my head hurt. What do you think he met? He seems scared. I tend to have that effect on my foes. Yeah. I guess you could be the curse, Flint, but what do you think the vessel was? But she can unlock a big mysterious door from across the room. The painted section of this eye lights up. This bright white light and it begins to open. What secrets has this door been keeping from Hogarth? Let's find out today on the Reroll Podcast. Got a uh, pretty good icebreaker for you guys today, I think. Uh, How much does the polar bear weigh? That's not an icebreaker. That's just a question. Enough to break the ice. <sighs> <laughs> I've been trying that for <laughs> three weeks and nobody else has taken the bait. And Come that's on. the... <laughs> <laughs> well... Wow. Since I guess I, you should just jump right in. <laughs> since I uh, am a DM in all of our games, I often play the villain. And so I've sort of come to grips with being the villain and having respect for villains I see in cinema and things like that. So my question for you guys today is, who is your favorite or most impactful villain you've run across in any sort of setting? We were just talking about this before we hit the record button, but... We're rewatching Game of Thrones, and um, if you haven't seen it by now, fuck you. Watch it or don't. <laughs> um, spoiler. Cersei Lannister is, I have to say, one of my favorite villains because they gave her such, like, a shitty personality, and then they put her through a bunch of bullshit, and I, like, at the end of the show, I couldn't tell if I hated her or if I liked her character and wanted redemption, like, she's a real piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. But, I don't know, they just, they did such a good job on uh, that, I guess, on making her yeah. be someone you hate and someone you kind of, like, feel bad for. Well, and kind of, like, yeah, take it away from that, too. Like, I think that would actually be definitely my top three. Is obviously, like, Jamie has kind of, like, a little redemption arc sort of thing. He's a definitely a different character at the end and arguably not really a villain at all, but first couple of seasons like i was on board with jamie since like the first season he's a fucking shithead and i love that character so much yeah don't really feel like they treated it super well at the end there but you know i'll just like choose to ignore that like i did yeah we're, we're we eight. have all disowned the last season we all know that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no he was he was so good he was like just such a cocky shithead but then you start like seeing the layers kind of get peeled back and stuff as you spend more time like with him and it's it's great i think it's really fantastic writing i really like the villains the the obvious and the not obvious villains in uh 
pretty much all the Far Cries up to uh, four. Yeah, I think it, I think it pretty. Those those arcs go away after four. I haven't played six, but um, it's not good. It's like in yeah, that's what I heard. In in three, right? You got Voss. He's like so pissed off and insane all the time, and then like throughout playing the game, you sort of like become him in a weird way but like if you think about it it's actually pretty obvious like he he's the bad guy but then at the end of the game like you've killed thousands and thousands of people for like i mean for what is kind of the whole point and then in four you've got pagan min who's the bad guy except that the golden path terrorists that you help actually turn out to both be bad guys in <laughs> their own fucked up ways like the the dude is a traditionalist but also a pedophile who wants to marry a 13 year old girl and then the lady is like wants to turn all of Kirat into a like drug nation basically in order to support itself financially hell yeah um, and like you <laughs> I don't know just the secret endings in Far Cry are fucking great um, or if you just I do think that the and Piggy Man comes some, back he's like, oh yeah yeah, yeah I was just shoot some fucking that. guns <laughs> I have a good one. Um, at least I think so. <laughs> Hold on. Um, we'll be the judge of that. Ayla, before you go, uh, can I make a, a guess? Yeah. I think it's going to be Studio Ghibli related. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I was going to say <laughs> that too, but I, I felt like we've been like yeah. leaning hard on the Studio Ghibli lately. So I mean, I was honestly, like, I was... 90%. 90%. I was thinking about going with Ganon, but then I changed my mind. Ganon of like the... Zelda series because ah. he's just so reoccurring yeah. and it's just like he's just he's always the villain and it's just like well this whole did thing. you finish but, Skyward Sword um I started it again and I didn't know because the controls really are so shitty because, I hate it yeah, so I know, much but finish it because they really go into like the that I mean it's chronologically the first game in the series it establishes mm -hmm. like Ganon as a character in that yeah game no I will I still have it and I'm going to I just like hate the controls especially I now. hate that game yeah, like as a Zelda game, same. but the story like at the end is worth is mm -hmm. worth it. I know I will, but actually that wasn't why I changed my mind on the villain. Um, I actually wanted to, like, I I love anything that's like you know there's either a double crossing where you're like oh, you're the villain the whole time, or you slowly watch someone become the villain over time. So in that case, it's Breaking Bad. It's um, Ooh. it's yeah. Him. That's a good choice. Like, I, mm -hmm. I just like, I love how the rewatchability of that show because you start from the beginning and you see how far he's come and how far he's like lost himself and how he's become the villain. And I don't know. I yeah. think that's so awesome <laughs> in kind of a crazy way. And I love Brian Cranston. So, yeah, he's awesome. Especially how he loves to be the villain at the end. Mm -hmm. just, <laughs> he loves to. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Latar, have you seen Breaking Bad? No, I can't. It's great. It. It, you can't handle it. <laughs> I don't like shows where it's like the main character is the bad guy. I just, uh, I mean, it's it a little more me. complex than that. Like, he definitely is like the he's a bad guy, but he's not necessarily like the antagonist. Yeah, I watched and I watched until they were dissolving somebody in a bathtub, and I mm, couldn't watch it. That's like oh. <laughs> the third episode. Yeah, yeah. I think that's about I, as like visceral and gnarly like, as that show gets. I don't show like gets. that type of stuff. <laughs> at least it's like with that show it's a slow burn of him becoming the villain like you kind of almost don't see it happening until it's too late and then you're like shit mm. I'm just excited I finished watching it it's really good oh that's wow I'm just excited to, to get to the point where I force 
the Taran players to dissolve a body into the bathtub in Delta Green or something. <laughs> then you can relate. Yeah. You guys should relate. record that now, when you podcast say when you do it. Oh, that would be a good idea. <laughs> now, when you say force, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask what you mean. <laughs> oh, did you? Did, is there a place I can listen to the first episode of Chronicles of Rail yet? Because I actually really want to. Uh, it's on the drive, or you can become a Patreon subscriber. I have good news for you, Zane. At the $5 yeah. tier of our Patreon, <laughs> you can unlock th- one good show. I mean, that's Currently, but solid. probably more, eventually. It's also a one in, uh, 1 in 20 chance for a drawing where you get the address of the DM, and you can go to his house. Yeah, and that's not true. That's or true. or suck his now. toes. You know, we have to be accommodating really, yeah, really. to everyone. So <laughs> we don't want to kink shame. Any Tanner's open to anything. <laughs> you want to be my He's ass? a real freak, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no it's toes. Uh, kick, well, uh, kick my ass and suck my toes. <laughs> <laughs> suck my ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for me. I think that, like, I always love a good villain. Um, wow, I'm thinking on the word now. Uh, monologue. Uh, oh, yeah. Huh. So, which is probably why I always like the Disney villain songs and stuff. But uh, Agent Smith, I love his monologue that he does when he has uh, Morpheus captured. It all, oh, like, yeah. it's just so sweet. <laughs> it's That's funny because, like, he's also just kind of like, an archetype of like just sort of what you would almost consider just kind of like a standard villain but like yeah, he's, Hugo Weaving just but he like, does such a good job with melts it. into that role like yeah he's, yeah he's fucking yeah. amazing Hugo yeah, Weaving like, was kind of made for that role in my opinion yeah, yeah. I hate this place this <laughs> zoo nice oh my god Hugo Weaving I think that's how the line goes <laughs> yeah actually I mean to tell you guys I'm ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um, your voice stuntman I would have to say my favorite's actually uh, Anton Chigurh from No Country oh, yeah. for Old Men. Oh yeah, I that's one of those oh, movies oh, where oh, if oh, I oh. if I walk into a room and it's playing, I will sit down and watch the whole thing. And I've seen it countless times. It's it's so fucking good, and he is such a bone chilling villain. Some people we like to it. throw yeah. around the phrase "subverting expectations." If you want your fucking expectations subverted, watch that movie. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that movie has no, like, soundtrack, no music, and it just makes everything so much more tense. Who am I thinking? I don't... It might be a different movie. Is... I think it might have been Anton Chigurh's character. He doesn't blink, like, on screen once, or am I thinking of somebody else? That might be true. That sounds... That might be, because I, I, I think that was a way that they kind of, like a way they kind of make him like just like more subconsciously unsettling is i don't think he ever blinks in that movie i could be thinking of a different movie though but there is some villain that, that sounds does that. weird enough to be true I'm gonna look it up it does go to google i'm actually trying <laughs> oh you are mm-hmm. i recently learned sort of a fun fact but i learned it from reddit so take it for what it's worth it's true probably not oh, everything on reddit's true <laughs> i found a really interesting fact michael <laughs> kane says he spent eight years trying not to blink for acting because uh, he read it in an acting book. <laughs> I can't believe he made it eight years. <laughs> um, Hannibal Lecter. Is that what you're thinking? Oh, oh yeah. No, that was totally it. it. Yeah, 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 I have heard that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Brennan, that's like such an interesting way. What's your fun fact? 
Oh, uh, it was that. Uh, so in the scene where Anton is in the convenience store, talking to the guy across the counter, makes him flip a coin. Best scene in the whole movie. What's most you ever lost on a coin toss? Yes. And when the guy goes to put it in his pocket and Anton says, don't put it in your pocket. To lose all meaning and become a regular coin. They took out a line that like it's three words. Uh which is I it'll become it. a regular coin, which it is. Oh. Oh no, I think that was in the either that or I watched the director's cut or something. It could have been the director's cut, but I know that oh, in yeah. the, the original like theater release they cut it out. Um, that's the last thing he says before he walks out, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, want to know another fun fact? Wow. Yes. Um, I'm an asshole because I was reading and I didn't hear you say start your fun fact and then I interrupted you with my fun fact because I wasn't because I, <laughs> I was reading and I just didn't hear it and then I realized it right after. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to the reroll podcast. We're going on an anxiety spiral. You yeah. are welcome to join us for the rest of the night. Speaking of assholes, <laughs> that was not a very fun fact. Speaking of fun <laughs> facts, a fact that I find to be particular fun is that you guys had just opened a mysterious door in our that was, that was better. That's like really better game this week. <laughs> I already made, gave you a better. segue. It's speaking of assholes. A few to too many there. words for my taste, but, you know, we got there. We got there. Yeah. You're not supposed to taste <laughs> the word scene. Where we last left off... Flint's about to get his fucking rocks off with his door. <laughs> I don't like that. Where we last left off, the sealed ornate doors that were in Hogoth's room, quote unquote, had finally been opened by you guys, inserting the medallion that the spirit you fought had dropped. It sunk in and sort of like a magnet stuck right into the wall creating this seamless surface before the doors split open at in the middle and as the doors open to this ancient room you see this ornate ancient view a room that's covered with a dome ceiling lies almost perfectly preserved at least for part of it the chamber is evenly split between immaculate or collapsed completely, but the areas w that have not caved in have seemingly been untouched for centuries, maybe a millennia. Several artisan thrones are arranged around this lifted platform that's just wide enough for someone to stand on, and it's embedded with beautiful, glistening gemstones. This room radiates a sense of brightness and piousness, with a dark exception. Skeletons, or, or pieces of some, are scattered across the marbled floor. Past this circle of chairs and pillar in the center, you see a strange humanoid-looking construct that is affixed to the farthest wall. What would you guys like to do? Close the door. <laughs> Close the door and leave. <laughs> Too much when you say humanoid construct what I mean with humanoid construct is some sort of maybe innate or inert statue rather with two legs, two arms a seeming head but made out of thick gold plating 
ornately decorated, affixed with joints you can see under this gold plating, but seemingly not having moved in hundreds of years. Are we talking sativa or indica joints? Indica. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Total cow Is it... <laughs> I'm yeah, he's been sitting there for yeah, that long. Like, Holy shit, guys! I'm so baked. Fucked. <laughs> is that a fucking? Is that a fucking? Is that goblin okay over there? Or am I just imagining all the blood coming out of his ears? So, uh, maybe, maybe we should rest a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad ever came from not resting and going in blind. I don't see why we should rest. <laughs> One's going to start pushing the door shut. <laughs> Wait, are we in the door? Kick, kicking the door shut. Kicking the door shut. Hopefully, see that door over there? It looks kind of like a person. I think you mean the one that, is, we'll a, that one. is a person <laughs> across the room? No, you got it. <laughs> You're telling me it's a door. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, short rest is probably a good idea. That's why you got the sword of vengeance. Your bloodthirsty vengeance part? against all things door like. Yep. I'm just still like nine hit points, so up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I definitely think that to, for it to be beneficial for most of us, we should absolutely take a long rest and not a short rest. But that is yeah up to y'all. Are we in a Are we in a position where we can do that? Well, we. I mean, it's probably only mid morning. I mean, the long rest doesn't necessarily have to be sleeping, rest. right? It's just we're just recuperating for. That amount of time. I mean, so far we whooped everything's ass, so I'm not sure we could go in shifts again. But I need go it. Ass definitely. In shifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feels like a kind of metagaming doing a long rest already. Well, I mean, you would know that you would need time to like reattune your, or yeah, like reattune, replenish your, your mana or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. the person who's a caster would know that they need to take a certain amount of time to like prepare for fully prepare for a fight, right? Yeah, I feel like it. I suppose it's, I mean, I, it's really I up to the DM. Meta, so. Yeah, I guess that's up to the DM, because I think technically you can only do like a long rest every 24 hours, but I don't know. Do we look like we follow rules around here in this podcast? I mean, I would say needing to replenish yourself or recuperate and recover I'm sort of erring on the side of you can totally do that, but that will likely just take it wouldn't just be like, okay, let's all sleep for eight hours. It's more like it would be falling back, getting comfortable, resting and it would probably take the day. I mean, I'm okay with that if that's what we gotta do. Well, here, let's see. Um, I'm also okay with just short resting and get hit points back. Yes, didn't we like so fucking bad? <laughs> didn't we get some um like health potions off of something in here? I can't remember. I think maybe it was a couple of health potions came out of this chest or something like that. Yeah, we got three potions of healing. Okay. So we have that. It's just a matter of like let's go in. Our spellcasters are Who has yeah. the health potions? They're I'm just in the bank right now. I don't know if we distributed them. No, I took one. I remember that. I think I'm out of first level spell slots. Yeah, I think I've Star made two. me take one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you definitely took one. 
I believe you drank it immediately. Did I? Just for flavor's sake. You were like, mmm, thanks. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Delicious. <laughs> cherry flavored <laughs> shit. It tastes like cherry NyQuil. Oh, God. Oh, hell yeah. That stuff used me to make too. me throw up. Anything cherry flavored, I could not keep down without a chaser. But I'm an alcoholic <laughs> now, so I can drink anything straight without except for cherry flavored medicine. medicine. Yeah, the idea of having a fucking sprite back for a NyQuil shot is <laughs> hilarious. It was the only way. <laughs> What are you guys going to do? I think we should just go in. That's where I'm going to put my vote. As much as I would like to take a rest, I think that it does err on the side of metagamey, so I would like to just go in. We've already got through who knows how much of this dungeon. Um, let's let's either die or don't. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Let's go for it. Yeah. It's yeah. all about it. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's what we got to do. Okay. So you guys going in? Okay. Sure. <laughs> Well, when you say uh, it like that. So, check for... Uh, shadow. Not shadow. <laughs> Psyching yourself up. Shadow, you can do this. <laughs> uh, Star, do you see any traps or anything? Um, let me let me take a moment to look. Uh, am I rolling a perception or investigation on this guy? Uh, on the... Looking for traps. Constructs? Are you looking for uh, traps around the room, on the construct? Around the room. I mean, I would be happy to roll one around the construct, but, I mean, we need to see what's in front of us right here first, so. Give me a perception for looking around the room. Mm, that's going to be a big fat 11. Stepping forward just to get kind of a better sense of the room, looking around, you hear, like, the snapping of bone crushed beneath your feet as... You have these sort of disassembled, for lack of a better term, skeletons all over the ground. Little chunks of collarbone, femurs, things like that sort of crunch beneath you. But you don't seem to see any traps. You see several of these beautiful throne-like chairs that are surrounding this platform. Uh, in fact, two of them have skeletons that are sitting in them. They seem to be... Um, well, yeah, I mean, I they only seem got to be 11, innate. So. Yeah, they seem to be dead skeletons. Can I, can I, um, wait, actually, let me ask myself that first, see if I, I want to do Eyes of the Grave. Oh, that's a good, tr good idea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What does it say? As an action, you know, the location of any undead within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and isn't protected from Devon divination magic until the end of my next turn. How does that look? Do your eyes like change color or anything? I imagine that to me when I use this like there's just like an aura mm. of like of not necessarily like life but some something corrupt like corrupt life like maybe life would be like a, if life had an aura it'd be maybe like a gold or a white I imagine this would be like just like some dark and maybe like red or yeah something like that. Deep red. It probably yeah. puts a yeah um, deep red. It puts yeah. a puts a kitty cat filter on any undead that are <laughs> in the area. Looking around with your eyes of the grave, none of these skeletons or bones or body parts or the construct for that matter radiate any undeath. That's shocking. Mm. <laughs> 
The what? way the music was building while you were saying that, I was like, what oh. is it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, Groth is going to run around stomping every skull that he can possibly find on the ground. Give me a perception check there, Groth. Big guy. That'd be a 14. With a 14, you start crushing these skulls, and you get about to the third or fourth one before you sort of realize that all of these skulls have been crushed, caved in by some tremendous force. Huh. Somebody did my job for me. You got the right idea, but I think, yeah, somebody else had it first. Can I? Works for me. Uh, I was just wondering if I could roll a religion really quick. Yeah, and what? Just this room, it seems like, I don't know, I just wanted to see if I had any significance in a religi religious way. Yeah, go ahead. Shadow from the door, if I can reach, is just gonna, like, mage hand, try to, like, touch one of the gems on the one of the thrones. Okay. I got a 21. With a 21, this overwhelmingly is a religious area. In fact, this, the way the seating is arranged, the way there's sort of this pillar in the, the center of it, you get the sense that this is sort of a, a, maybe a council room or some place where you could be put on trial or you could testify to some sort of aspect. And whatever is in the center, the this platform seems to be innately designed. Everything in here is pretty beautiful and meticulously handcrafted, but the the platform in the center seems to be a place of the utmost piety. And in fact, as your mage hand goes to touch one of the gems, and it gets closer, the shadowy hand, the second it makes contact with this glinting green Maybe emerald. Nothing happens. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, it seems okay. And Shadow's <laughs> gonna skip towards the the center. And is there like a pillar you said there? Yeah, it's um sort of a pillar, and that's what the gemstones were on. It's sort of a mm -hmm. pillar that stands about seven feet high with a platform for like an elevated speaker, sort of. But it's only got the space for one person. What Flint's you... gonna hop up there and start trying to pry one of the gems out with his dagger. What did you call this room? Like a, I forget the word you used. Not like a courtroom, but like a council. Dome room. Council. Oh, council. Council, council chamber. Chambers. Flint, <clears throat> you hop up on this platform, unsheath your dagger, and the moment you do, you hear this sort of like rumbling, like. <sighs> like something that hasn't moved in a long time begins to move and this automaton breaks one of its arms out breaks the other one and stands slowly as dirt and rubble are falling off of it and it looks going to start desperately trying to pry the gem out faster <laughs> <laughs> give, give me an athletics <laughs> uh, good Glad we yeah. didn't take any uh, rest. Flash of 20. You stick your dagger in there and you're starting to turn it and even to the point where the, 
the dagger is sort of bending the steel a little bit, and this automaton looks up directly at uh, you. Flint, we got a friend coming. And says, Greetings. I would not recommend removing any of the gems from the center pillar, masters. <laughs> Greetings. Just, Welcome to Sonic. He's a weird look on his face and kind of stops what he's doing. Yeah, Shadow, who is uh, in the middle of skipping towards where Flint probably is, immediately turns and heads towards this person. Um, you're walking towards the creature? The construct, yeah. You walking like cautiously? No, she's like he sounds friendly. She's gonna skip in his direction. Says, please, please, young master, no skipping in the council chambers. Steps oh. forward. No fun in a... here. Oh, I do not know what fun is. Takes a what? step forward and then takes another one and sort of buckles, and you can see its left leg is broken, almost entirely uh, severed. It seems, Masters, I am in need of repair. Unfortunately, looking at all of you, I doubt you have the proper materials or capabilities. Well, if you're going to insult us. Yes? What comes after that? My apologies, Masters, but you would probably do more damage than good. You got that, right? And it's gonna... Well, it's gonna keep working on getting that gem out of the center thing. I would I highly know. recommend not removing the gem. What are you gonna do about it? You're over there and you only got one leg. You shouldn't have said anything. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about the leg! <laughs> Uh, Groth is going to walk up to Shadow and just put her on his shoulders. On the construct yeah. shoulders? <laughs> on, on on my shoulders. Let's go uh, for a fly, little one. Wee, airplane. <laughs> it's okay. Throw her out of the room. <laughs> if you don't know fun, what can you know? I know everything I am supposed to know about these chambers, young master. I am going to guess that you are the ones who were promised. Am I correct in this? Promise to bring more joy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Who are the ones yeah, that we're, are promised? We were, we were promised a large payout at some point. So if that's what you're talking about, then yeah, sure. If I could laugh, I would. <laughs> Does my religion carry over the 21 carry over to this as well? Yeah, uh, I mean... This is definitely unlike anything you've seen. Um, constructs, while you may have heard of them in your travels, um, are usually an anim or uh, uh, usually don't have any sort of goals like except for uh, yeah. No. Or they usually are simple guardians, especially amongst magical areas. Um, but this construct steps forward and says. They told me you would say that, but unfortunately, I do not have any monetary value that will be relevant at this time. I mean, there are all these gems in this room. 
I know I'm working on it. Again, I would highly recommend you do not remove the gems, at least at okay, this I'll, point. Okay, I'll, I'll bite. Why? Why Why can't I have the gem? It's really shiny, and I really want it. He extends his hand, palm forward, towards the pillar, and he says, Dwarf Master, where you are standing is a place that you are supposed to be. However, you must activate the item in order to get your glimpse into the past. What the bloody hell does that even mean? Your dialect is vague and confusing. How do we activate this? And uh, Can you give me more information on what you mean by a glimpse into the past? Or I was put to sleep 1,253 years ago. It was after the final communion of the Ionist. Of course, I had to obliterate my former master's new forms, and he gestures to the skeletons on the floor. And he says, they did not have much time to prepare me for the questions you would ask, only telling me that it is likely a dwarf would ask for payment and I would have none. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really narrow it down a whole lot. I know a lot of dwarves that would, that that's like one of the five words that they actually know. Yeah, as do I. That is very interesting. How do we uh, activate the item? It will take some form of magic. Unfortunately, I am not aware of the way. Blood's going to start kicking it. <laughs> Despite his best efforts, I think he does have the right idea. It has been here for... 1,255 years, and it likely will need some sort of kick to its magic. Star's gonna, uh, like, from, you know, across the room somewhere looking at some stuff, she's gonna be like, try farting on it. <laughs> I don't have any in the chamber right now. <laughs> I, I burnt them all in the last fight. <laughs> Shadow's gonna grab Groth's ears and direct him towards the pillar. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes. According to Hoon Ironarm, my master, who was my creator, it is unlikely that the dwarf is truly out of farts. <laughs> <laughs> Star's like, I know, he's just being stingy. Is there any um, writing? Flint has now at this point produced a crowbar and a hammer from his bag and is really trying to get this like green gem off <laughs> or whatever color it was. Can I roll uh, our Flint, color? this, uh, this construct ahead. seems smart. Maybe you should listen to him. Go ahead and if he was so smart, he wouldn't have lost his leg. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an arcana, and then Flint, this thing starts stepping closer to you and says, Please, it is of the utmost important importance that you use this pillar before destroying it, and if I have to, I will stop you. Then how are we supposed to use it? You haven't been exactly clear on that. I rolled a 16. Uh, with a 16, from what he's saying... A glimpse into the past, things like that. You're sort of getting the clues that this likely has to do with some sort of divination magic. I'll share with the group. I think that this requires some divination magic. Is there any writing on anything? Uh, doesn't look like it, no. What was the spell, the scroll that we had picked up? Do you remember what that was? 
Uh, it was just a the scroll case was just a map. It wasn't a spell. Oh, scroll. okay. I gotcha. Interesting. I guess Star will ask everyone. Does anyone have like a scrying orb or something that they could use to see? Perhaps you are not the chosen ones, in which case I must ask you to leave or I will vaporize you. Are there any eyes like iconography like we've been seeing in other places? Um, yeah, I would say climbing on the pillar, there's definitely an eye painted on the flat base of it, um, indicating that just rolling all your checks over, indicating whoever's standing on here likely has the attention or the sort of in like a pious sense the the, the attention or the sight of, of gods looking down upon you so there's an eye at the base not at the base at the top where the platform is on the platform like painted on the where you would stand star would like to respond to the uh, automaton say well by that logic, you may have already killed the Chosen Ones. I think you should give us at least a little more time to try to come up with something, especially because it doesn't seem like you have all the answers. Um, give us, I don't know, an hour. We'll figure something out, or we'll leave. I am sorry if I was misunderstood. Please take the time that you need. However, if you are not the Chosen Ones and you are deceiving me, I will crack your skulls open. One by one. <laughs> one by one. It has been 1,253 years since I've killed anything, but I will. But, bitch, <laughs> I do know how to throw down still. Star will say, uh, understood. We have taken care of, I mean, but we would consider the bad guys on the outside. So far, I've only known this lot to do at least semi-good things. I think we can come to an understanding here. Um, and Star's gonna start. I think she wants to try and roll. Um, I guess an Arcana as well um, to see if there's anything that she knows of that she could like do. I guess. Um, I'll cast guidance. Flint, out of frustration at this point, is thrown down his crowbar and is just kind of squared up, pondering this gem, smoking his cigar with his arms crossed. Shadow's kind of putting her elbows on Gra's head, and she's like, Hey, Gra, your friend really wanted to be in here. What do you think he was wanting? Maybe it has something to do with those, uh, gods you guys have. That could be. He, uh, he clearly wanted power. And lots of it. Possible that we need to find something in here that will show us something may answer whether or not we need to go into the crab knocks. That sounds like a enemy. Somebody who may worship the dragon Zarox. Don't worry, he's dead. And Zarox cannot die. That is the nature of the issue that the Ionis ran into. No, you dumbass. The, the guy who worshipped Zarox is dead. Is he? I, think he, I thought he just teleported. I'm sorry, what did you say? I, he, he disintegrated right in front of us. 
Yeah, we killed the fuck out of him. Teleported straight to the uh, dead. <laughs> What's the name of your friend, Grow? The new one? It's Numbers Osroth. That might be the first person, first time anybody's ever asked his name. That is incorrect. His name was asked many a times over, mostly by children learning in the Ionist society. What do you know about Azroth? Of course I know about Azroth, one of the nine. Azroth is the god of death, or at least was, until the Ionist perverted things. Nice. <laughs> That's good perverting. <laughs> now you're speaking my language there, pig leg. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't believe I was speaking Dorvish. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. Is that okay? Can I can I smash his other leg off? Why is Zarox the enemy? What? Why is Zarox the enemy? Zarox was a quote unquote monstrosity. Somebody who wanted to wipe out humans, except for those who would serve him. I had a book from longer ago than you've existed that said otherwise. That Multiple may be true. Millennia. Um, Zorox was a being of light. That's what your friend seemed to think, too. Zorox was the master manipulator, and it seems likely you have been master manipulated. What uh was Old Slinthers mastered something? What What was that? <laughs> what um what is your name? Unfortunately, I was not made in time to receive a name. Let's call him Kevin. That looks works. like a Kevin. I like this name. Kevin. <laughs> Perfect. How many how many thrones are there? Um Give me an investigation. It's hard to tell because there's probably eight intact. Several more have been sort of destroyed by a partial cave-in. Oh, so they're not all available. Uh, Star has something she wants to do with a couple of our party mates. I got 15. You could probably piece together there was a total of 12 just with like spacing and things like that. Or not 12, I'm sorry. Um, 10. Star will... Say, I I have a rough idea. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm kind of just throwing shit at the wall here, but uh, Flint, c come over here. And uh, Groth, you as well. Please and do she's... not throw any shit at the wall. <laughs> well, had a heavy breakfast. <laughs> Restrooms <laughs> are located in the mezzanine. <laughs> <laughs> um... I totally, okay, I just really quick here. I picture this uh, automaton being like the um, uh, the automatons from... Is this going Ghibli again? Yes, absolutely it is. <laughs> the uh, Castle, Castle in the Sky. In the sky. Yep, I, yeah. I knew you would. I knew you. I okay. keep thinking, at first when you started talking as the robot, I immediately thought Borderlands, and I was like imagining a little little dude. Oh, God. No <laughs> and I was like, traps. God damn it. Yeah, no I clap traps. traps. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so... so do you guys come over to the pillar area? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm already at the right. pillar, but yeah. Um, the automaton, like, puts his head in the circle, like... <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we talking about? 
It is rude to keep secrets. <laughs> I have I, was like, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to keep secrets. Can you back up? <laughs> just a just a bit within earshot, please. I will back up. Kevin, one <laughs> centimeter. Perfect. Excellent. Um, Star is going to say, Groth, um, get up there and put your hands on the pillar. Oi. Why? Oi. Oh. <laughs> I, are you saying yes. I or why? Okay, great, great. <laughs> Sorry. I believe he was saying I, a slang term for agreeing with somebody. Oh. That's not slang. That's just how we say it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> Flint, <laughs> if you would not mind, well, first, first and foremost, Groth, um, try and stand as clear from the pillar as you can while still keeping your hands on it. I recommend maybe keeping your hands on the top. And um, just judging by the fact that the automaton, or Kevin here, my bad, Kevin, has asked us to give this a good kick, uh, Flint, why don't you take that fancy new sword you've got and try and swing it at this uh, pillar here. And we'll just see where that gets us. At least it's a start. You want me to swing my sword at a rock? I do. <laughs> I do very much want you to do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what Some... I thought. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Is Groth standing on the pillar or putting his hands on it? He's, well, sorry. The, there's. I assume there's like a pillar, pillar and then there's a place where you stand around the pillar. There's a place or, where you stand on top of the pillar in an elevated what's, position. Where's so is the, it just like is the pillar just like a couple feet tall? Yeah, like seven feet tall. Oh, with seven, a flat. Is there like steps up to the? No steps. Got to climb. Uh, yeah, it's about eye level for me, so I'll, I'll just climb up there. And I'm oh. currently on Groth's shoulders when he walks up. Is there anything on top of the pillar? Just the painted eye. So the eye is on the okay. Yeah, on the top. yeah. So I guess I'm I'm a little confused. Are the gems that Flint was trying to pry out on the sides of the pillar? Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, well then I guess I'll maybe as long as you're standing on it, Groth. I think you don't necessarily have to put your hands on it. Um, just and we'll have Flint stand at the bottom and try to just give it a good kick with his sword. Are you are you taking shadow off your shoulders before you climb up? Do you want to be a tall airplane or a short airplane? Tall airplane sounds more fun. What is an airplane? Then no. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is an airplane? Please what are you guys describe about? this phenomenon to me in it's, great detail. It's when you're in the air and you're flat, <laughs> like a plane. Yeah, it's a like little child having plane? a good time. Yeah. Knowledge. Bah. Filed. I, I would <laughs> like one of these airplane rides. <laughs> Perhaps well, I could experience hands, this airplane sensation. Well, you can't no, walk. you don't like fun. You already said that. Maybe it will make me feel things. Yeah, I did say oh, we would well, bring him joy. Out. Well, I promise you an airplane ride as soon as I get down from here. <laughs> See to it that I don't die, will you? All right. Inconclusive. <laughs> Fair enough. So I was like... She's going to look over to Bo, which uh, I assume has probably come over near us, and uh, say, well, I guess all we can do is just stand clear and hope for the best. Uh, do you want to count it off, or should I? Uh, 
Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So she'll um, just make eye contact with Flint, making sure that he's ready, and she'll go, All right. Three, two, one. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Flint farts. Flint, Flint will just kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but told I you he was one, holding actually. out on his farts. <laughs> I have warned Shut you. Shut up, you fucking narc. I have warned Star you of the dwarf's deception. Ass. <laughs> As he hits it with the sword, Shadow's also going to touch one of the gems with chill touch. Okay. And I wasn't kidding. I'm Eldritch blasting this thing. Right when sword, right when uh, Flint hits it. Okay. So Flint, your sword makes contact with one of the gems sparking at the same time that Chill Touch connects with another one as it sort of like you see the frosty magic sort of... Is it frost or necrotic? Uh, Chill Touch is necrotic. So you see the purplish necrotic lightning sort of trickle throughout while the blast of the force from the Eldritch Blast ripples into this pillar and all these gems shine brilliantly, reflecting different colors as they start to swirl. And Groth and Shadow, magic surges through you and, and it's disorienting at first. But your eyes seem to see much more than you could have ever even known to perceive. You see time itself around the room differently refocusing. You see your friends and allies as they were, but you also see a lot of other people. You see a, a whole nother time at the same moment. And a dwarf clad in these robes that you have seen on several of the dead looks up and he says hello you must be the one from the prophet's vision you do not know me nor will you ever for i will be long gone by the time you are born i'm here to tell you we have made a terrible mistake we are guilty to falling to the temptation of a great evil to stop an even greater one the temple rumbles under this unbelievable weights and a huge chunk of stone falls from the ceiling and crashes directly where a boulder already exists way in the future there is not much time we are ionic priests of the eye we worship the nine and most importantly the balance of all the gods but we were threatened a great dragon had asserted power and influence over our lands. Our entire civilization stood to be enslaved, and we made a deal. Each one of the I, council leaders of our people, represented a deity, as well as the keeper of the I itself. And Kraz Ga'ul divine ambassador for Azroth, the embodiment of death, told us we could... we could trap Zorox in the land of the dead, but we needed a prison. I built one in the mountains to the north, and we... we had a plan. We constructed such a place, and we were able to trick Zorox into the trap. But something went wrong. A great incursion of planar magic 
ripped this world apart and disrupted, twisted, warped the spell. And a terrible power seeped out. It destroyed much of our civilization. The irony is not lost on us. The well is only a way to restrain Zarox. But now, death cannot touch him. And if our prophet is to be believed, it is far too late to stop him. But you, some several th hundred or thousand years in the future, you will be our last hope against the shattering of the balance and another rumble as pieces of the ceiling fall. He says, we do not have much time, but I can answer a couple questions you may have. Give me one second to get a timer. Yay. I'm glad my idea worked. <laughs> Are we all here? Nope. Just no, Roth and okay. uh, Shadow. The okay. two smartest people. <laughs> <laughs> Timers are going. So you trapped Zorox? Yes. What? We, we couldn't defeat him. We thought, originally we thought getting Zorox in the well and using Azoth's power, we could kill him, but... Well, it seems we trapped death itself. And he looks behind him and you see sitting in the place and you weren't sure if this was happening in the time that you're in presently or in the past, but there is a zombie with a caved in head. And he says, I have been told that you share our curse, the giant who shares the ion curse. If you were to slit your throat right now, you would not die, same as I, but undeath would take you. Oh no. Uh, I can't let that happen. You're saying Azoth can't be trusted either? Azeroth, by the way. Azeroth? <laughs> yeah. Azeroth, sorry. Azroth is the god of death, and as much as bleak darkness and, and despair are his domains, he is a part of the balance. Whether he is to be trusted, I do not know. Whether he is even alive, I do not know. He is alive. Zorox. Was he always the Death Defier? No. He was once a wise, noble being. Somebody we worshipped, somebody who guided us, who helped us build, who helped us grow food, taught us things we would have not survived without. So how do we fix it? Unfortunately, that is for you to find out. How do you enemies? kill that which do, does not die? That's from South we... Park, one of our favorite shows here in the Ion <laughs> Society. 
Can we return him to how he was? It seems unlikely. Even if we could restore, or you could rather restore Zaroks, the Zaroks we used to know, Zaroks I met when I was a little one and my father knew, would not be able to live with the things he's done. The place rumbles again. You see a boulder come down and crush one of the chairs. So you're saying we have to trap Zarox again? That may be that may be the only way. However, I don't believe he will fall for such tricks again. Well, we're not going to use a piece of shit nec necromancer this time. He was questionable in his practices, but Kraz Gaul knew much, and it was our last best shot. That was then. This is now. Technically, this is still then, as well as this is now. It's very confusing. <laughs> My head has hurt for the last five minutes. Don't think about it too much. I, I can't. Again. What about the other seven? I'm the last one left. My sturdiness I'm, and constitution. You're one of the gods? Oh, I thought you meant the council members. No, uh, the gods are fine. Can they help? I think with their divine grace, it's the only way you could possibly help. And then again, it shakes and... But one more thing, and a rock falls and <laughs> crushes right where he was, and <laughs> you are back <laughs> in the present time. Did he say? Well, I... yeah. Did he say his name or who he represented? Or no? uh, he did not. Dang. If only you're part of that vision. I know. I I. Got confused by divination. I was like, "What? Which one is divination?" I was. Well, I think I was thinking about it too hard. Divination. I mean, is honestly, like well, I think he was just saying that the, future. the fact that we're viewing the past—that is the divination. Mm. What I did wasn't divination. And yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I was like. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I overthought it, and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't I think... have divination, so I was like, I'm just gonna try this one. Yeah, no, I originally thought I was like, oh, we need to find something we can do divination with, and then I was like, you know what? Any magic will fucking do. Just somebody oh. kick it, somebody stand on it, we'll figure it out. Well, I was thinking like radiant, like divine, and I was like, maybe I could do like something like that, but I should have, mm. but I didn't, so whatever. Damn. Well, it lit up, but I can try hitting it harder and see if that does anything. It's <laughs> like kind of reeling back with his sword again. I'm afraid it will be of no use. It was only powerful enough for this spell once. I hope you didn't waste it. So Flint's eyebrows raise and he points at the at the gem and looks at Kevin. Kevin looks at you and says, <laughs> you can proceed. Mm. And pretty easily, like, these gems pop off much easier than before. Not being held in place by magic, you're able to get quite a few, quite a few gems off of this. Star is cool. like, um, she looks over at Kevin and she's like, I didn't think that was going to work. Up high. And she tries to give him a high five. 
<laughs> he flinches. I'm sorry if I have disappointed you, Master. <laughs> Star's like, I'm, I'm not going to hit you. you. Here, you take your hand, and she's going to grab his arm and just like make a soft connect. <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> yeah. Like it, like like this. He just presses it against your hand, <laughs> like this. Good enough. Yes. Thank you for all your help. You've been excellent. How long must I hold this? Stars like you're done now. You you can put that down. Put that away. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, what did that look like to people who weren't involved? Like, were we like spectators, or did what did it look like when when they yeah, were was it a flash? Um, were we like waiting for them? I think you guys sort of saw this torrent and whirlwind of magic that kind of encased them. Um, mm -hmm. And to a point where they probably, you probably heard all the things they were saying, though mm -hmm. it likely didn't make a lot of sense to you at the time. I have, like, I feel like, here. here's what I pictured. I definitely pictured the, like, torrent of, like, different colors. I assume it was, like, my view was it was blue. And um, Groth and with... Uh, shadow on his shoulders they both start they kind of like get these white glowing eyes and then um we can see their mouths moving and i guess we can hear them talk too but i originally pictured we would see their mouths moving and not really know what they were saying and just be like what the fuck is going on yeah and then it was it. over too fast for us to be like oh we need to to, to fix this so mm -hmm. i imagine it's kind of like a strong wind like you kind of can hear what they're saying but not really like it's right like yeah wind super sounds. muffled yeah. or something yeah yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah exactly you also, guys are looking at my notes? Definitely. <laughs> no, the, I stole them. The second that, like, we snap out of it, Groth kind of turns to you guys and says, well, I may have one or two small con smaller confessions to make. I've, uh, I've got some things to tell you guys. It, I, it's okay, Groth. I, I found the sock. <laughs> well, no, it's we, okay, we Groth. Know. I've, I've okay, seen you hang out with Flint pretty often here. I know you guys are buds. <laughs> Whatever you confess to me, I promise I will not look at you differently. Oh, I think you will. I think I'm going to confess in the other room, if you don't mind. <laughs> My feelings are hurt. But <laughs> I understand. Would you like Boy. me to kill that goblin? No. <laughs> he's it's a like good the... boy. You know, you're... He's, a, he's a chosen one. Crunch is like, yes. <laughs> Please. He is the chosen one. I find that <laughs> unlikely. He seems to be suffering a head wound. Yeah, we found him like that. He was, he was already like that when we got here. Yeah, he was dropped as a, a goblet. Goblet? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. What are we, yeah, what's so, the plan? What are we doing next? Are we getting out what, of here? The guy we were talking to, um, he was sitting in one of the chairs in the vision as a zombie. Like, there's a, one in the chairs that has matching robes, you said? Um, yeah, yes, at this point, it is a skeleton, no longer. All the flesh is sort of withered away from it. But, like, can you still kind of make out the robes? Yeah. I'm gonna uh, look at Bo and be like, that guy talked to us. He had robes like that. He, he kind of looked like a zombie. Uh, I'm sorry. Just to reiterate, the guy talking to you was not a zombie at the point. Well, wasn't there like him, but then he also started talking from the zombie? No, he gestured to a sort of dead zombie in the seat behind him. 
Oh, okay. I thought the zombies started talking when he gestured. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That would be um, cool, but... Do you... Could you maybe describe the person you were speaking with and ask the... Uh, ask Kevin here, perhaps? If he knew him? Who sat in that chair? Uh, you do so, and he says, Yes, of course I know him. That is Hoon Ironarm, the representative of Tog, the great builder. He constructed me. I refer to him as Daddy, though he's told me not to. <laughs> Jail. Oh. He says it makes him uncomfortable. Wait, so would Flint be kind of like familiar with like the construction of this automaton then? Uh, this is unlike anything you've seen as well, but you can definitely okay. give me like a uh, history check, perhaps. Um, 15. I think 15 is enough to, for you to have, especially in your younger years, uh, learned about tales of great builders who had achieved such feat of, you know, making near consciousness, um, or even builders who have made things like this, that to retain consciousness of somebody who had passed. However, up until this point, you likely have thought them to be exaggerated stories. So obviously I wouldn't know anything about the details of this thing's like construction or how it works. Not so much. You could probably figure some of it out, but you wouldn't be able to replicate it at this point. Sure. Well, don't you know he just used the great anvil to like take a person and put their soul into the construct? Yeah, Zane. Never mind, Dragon yeah. Age reference. <laughs> no. We'll just ask, uh, just ask Kevin. Uh, hey, Kevin, where where is your brain located specifically? I'm not telling. Crotch, <laughs> definitely crotch. No. <laughs> um, when Shadow tells Bo about the zombie and and talks about the clothing, um, Bo's gonna get a really serious look on his face and immediately start examining the clothing. And yeah. do religion check. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll another religion. It's the same robes as the one you saw in the prison, the one you saw in the body in the uh, uh, in the room with the spirit. Um, okay, I got a 12. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... You could probably piece together with what they're saying that each one of the council members of this place wore these robes. Sort of here, it was a way to make everybody sort of on equal footing and, and familiar and, and yeah. He said he was a, a yep. iconic priest, ionic priest I something priest, if that helps iTunes an iTunes priest <laughs> <laughs> eyeball Watch out. priest he's gonna give you a U2 album <laughs> For free that you Whether can. or not you like it. <laughs> Imagine giving an album for free away to the world and everybody's like, get it off my phone. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you, you piece fucking of shit. piece of shit? <laughs> I am a huge fan of you too. Flint, take him out. <laughs> <laughs> um do I know where can I see where this where this where this the Tomaton's like primary cortex or whatever, like his brain is? Give me an investigation. Okay. No, I cannot. It's a three. 
yeah, it's puzzling to you. It's it's hard to sort of peer into any of it. If it was deactivated and you were able to sort of be a little rougher with your search, you probably could find it. <laughs> Flint's just like gazing, like just fucking side-eyeing this thing, trying to figure out where its brain is. Why are you looking at me like that? Like what? He may want you. He's he's kind of a kinky guy. Don't <laughs> don't think about it too much. I like stone. Guard <laughs> your back door. Do you have a door I could kick open? <laughs> After Bo is done um, examining the clothing, um, he's going to turn to Groth and say, um, "You've had a, you have a confession." Yeah, like um, maybe, maybe a couple. And it's time to get things straight. If Flint will turn to Kevin, who's just like probably on the floor with one leg, he's like, "All right, Kevin, you wait here." Affirmative. <laughs> um, and it is time to hear Gross confession in one single week. <laughs> what are we going to do for a whole week in this room with an automaton? Twiddle your dumb thumbs. <laughs> Never mind, I figured it out. Spring break! I just thought of several not things. Not Would you like that. to hear <laughs> my impressions? Hey, <laughs> you guys... That was Ray Romano. Queuing, <laughs> Jerry, Seinfeld. All right. Do Blink-182. All of the small things. Stop, you're going to make me cry. Truth cares. Truth brings. All right, bye, everybody. Impressions now, confessions later. Yep. <laughs> Actually, that should be the name of this episode. I know. Impressions now, confessions later. I like that. Impressions and confessions. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, that's good. That's I good. like it. All right. Everybody stop. All right. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The Reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.